listening to Humanity's Human, the podcast where I talk about whatever I want. Um, welcome back. I have been on hiatus, so thank you to everyone for being very patient. I've had a lot of people approaching me and asking for new episodes, so here we are. Today we're going to be talking about QAnon. I know. I know. Just sit tight, we're gonna, we're gonna talk about it. Before we begin, listen to me say this very, very carefully. Just come closer, let me tell you. QAnon is proven to be fake. I am not suggesting otherwise. QAnon is a fake conspiracy theory for idiots. If you believe in QAnon, you are an idiot. Okay, let's get on to the episode. So, QAnon is a conspiracy theory which began with an October 2017 post on 4chan, everyone's favourite internet hellhole, by a user called Q, or QAnon, as in like an anonymous person called Q. Funny how things like that work. And, um, yeah, so although the account has been analysed, it's been concluded that basically two different people were writing under this, like, persona. According to Travis View, who has studied QAnon and written about it extensively for the Washington Post, you know, I can't imagine what his living room looks like. It's probably just a mess of red string and corkboards. Be fun having people over for tea like that. Anyway, the essence of the conspiracy theory is this. There is a worldwide cabal of Satan-worshipping pedophiles who rule the world, essentially, and they control everything. They control politicians, they control the media, they control Hollywood, they cover up their existence. And they would have continued ruling the world were it not for the election of our Lord and Saviour, President Donald Trump. Now, Donald Trump in this conspiracy knows all about this evil cabal, but one of the reasons that Donald Trump was elected was to put an end to them, basically. And now we would be ignorant of this behind-the-scenes battle of Donald Trump and the US military were it not for this person called Q. And what Q is, is, like I said before, this random poster on 4chan who later moved to 8chan, which I can only assume is like 4chan, but twice as bad, but I'm not very good at maths, so let me know if that one's wrong. Um, And so this person Q reveals details about this secret behind-the-scenes battle and also secrets about what the Cabal is doing, and also the mass sort of like upcoming arrest events through these posts. Followers of QAnon believe there is an imminent event known as the Storm, where thousands of members of the Cabal will be arrested and possibly sent to Guantanamo Bay, um, yep, or face military tribunals, and the US military will brutally take over the country. So that sounds like a really positive day. I'm looking forward to it. The result will be salvation and utopia on Earth, even though this is only happening in the US. According to ADL, another component of this is a prophesized period of unrest that will correspond with the storm, which has basically led to a lot of speculation about like any news story or event referencing 10 days, because they think the unrest will occur for 10 days. And so, um, when Trump got COVID-19, it was speculated that he needed to quarantine for 10 days. So, this is all really logical. And 
that's what I love about QAnon. It just, it connects all these dots in just, just the right way, really. And that's why I think it's maybe the best conspiracy theory, honestly. So let's zoom in a bit on this Q character. Initially, Q claimed to be a high-level government official with Q clearance, meaning they had access to classified information about the Trump administration and its enemies. QAnon believers commonly tag their social media posts with the hashtag WWG1WGA, which is a really concise and catchy motto, um, and it stands for Where We Go One, We Go All. Sounds like a cult. Um, and at an August 2019 Trump rally, a man warming up the crowd used this QAnon motto to these people, real people, later denying that it was a QAnon reference. QAnon first received attention from mainstream press in December 2017, and in the early months of 2018, the conspiracy theory received tra- traction sorry, from the mainstream right. Between March and June 2020, during the COVID-19 pandemic, QAnon activity nearly tripled on Facebook and nearly doubled on Instagram and Twitter. In February 2021, a poll by the American Enterprise Institute found that 29% of Republicans believe the central claim of QAnon, that Donald Trump is, has, has been and still is secretly fighting a group of child sex traffickers that include prominent Democrats and Hollywood elites. The University of Southern California professor and data scientist Emilio Ferrara found that about 25% of accounts that use QAnon hashtags are bots. Take from that what you will, honestly. According to US prosecutors, QAnon is commonly called a cult. And I've been thinking about this recently. Would you describe this as a religion? I mean, is anything holy if it describes Donald Trump as a messiah? And what would those, like, religious festivals look like? I suppose uh, maybe a day at the tanning salon? Maybe everyone gets together and drinks, like, 12 litres of Diet Coke in a day? Honestly, the possibilities are endless. One thing that is also very cult-like about QAnon is the fact that they like to predict that, you know, major events will happen in the future. And so this Q person, uh, at the height of their activity, was posting on 4chan and 8chan and basically um, foreshadowing that, you know, events would occur, like, really like some kind of biblical prophesizing, if you will. So let's, let's go through some of QAnon's predictions. And I think you'll see that they are pretty much always accurate and... That's why this is a really, really respected idea. So, let's see. Number one, that the storm would take place on November 3rd, 2017. Nothing happened that day. Number two, that the storm would take place on January 20, 2021. Nothing happened that day. Number three, a major event involving the Department of Defense would take place on February 1, 2018. Nothing happened that day. Number four, People targeted by the president would commit suicide en masse on February 10th, 2018. Nothing happened that day. Number five, that there would be a car bombing in London around February 16th, 2018. Nothing happened that day or around that time. Number six, the Trump military parade would 
quote, never be forgotten, unquote. The parade was cancelled. Number seven, the five eyes won't be around much. What's the five eyes, actually? Let's look this up. The five eyes. The Five Eyes is an intelligence alliance comprising Australia, Canada, New Zealand, the United Kingdom, and the United... Oh, there's <clears throat> there's five of them, so it's like we're all eyes. That's, that's actually really strange. Why is that a thing? Anyway, um... As you can see, I've really been researching hard for this episode and preparing for this podcast. Right. So they thought the Five Eyes won't be around much longer, but... It is, and we are still one of the eyes. So, great job, Australia. Number eight. Something major would happen in Chongqing on April 10th, 2018. Nothing happened that day. Number nine. There would be a bombshell revelation about North Korea in May 2018. Although there are a lot of bombshells in North Korea, nothing happened that day. Number ten. A smoking gun video of Hillary Clinton would emerge in March 2018. Nothing happened that month. What else do we have here? There's a lot of them, guys. They just... <clears throat> they prophesized until they... I don't, I don't even know if they're still prophesizing. What are we... Oh, what's another one? Oh, multiple failed predictions that, quote, something big would happen or the truth would emerge next week. So, yeah, they would just, this person would just string all of these poor, stupid Republicans along and be like, ooh, something special is happening next week. The secret pedophiles are going to get captured or whatever. And nothing happened. Finally, multiple failed predictions that Donald Trump would be re-inaugurated, re-inaugurated, I don't know how to say that because I've only ever heard an American person say it, would be reinstated as president on January 20th, 2021, despite losing the election. Nothing happened that day. So, what can we learn from this? Really, what we can learn from this is that whoever is running QAnon, whoever is running this account, is just absolutely meticulous with their research, almost as meticulous as me during this episode. It is just incredible the amount of care that they put in and they really just rip the rewards. Everything is accurate and that's what that, that's why they have my respect. Okay, so we've seen we've we've heard basically a very broad overview of QAnon. You know, secret pedophile cabal, poster on 4chan, etc. But what's more interesting about this conspiracy theory because it's a theory, um, is that they have all of these false claims about how the world really fits together. And it's at times like this that I wish I could provide visual references on this podcast. But um, I'm too self-conscious for a YouTube channel. Honestly, if you have the time, look up the maps that these people have created throughout history. They have all of these, like, interconnected charts. I said that guy earlier would have had a lot of red string in his room, but these people take it to the next level. They're, they have these maps that just connect every event in US history to this 
cabal it's quite fascinating honestly and i think that you know they've been awakened to some new reality so very interesting and of course along with that they have made this group and also q <clears throat> q themselves the the person the myth the legend don't misgender q um has posted a lot of like claims let's call them claims and i'm going to share some of those with you now one that the cia installed north korea uh north korea's leader kim jong-un as a puppet ruler they didn't uh second a february 16 2018 false claim that's when they made it that that one's boring right um, and some of them are just, like, absolutely stupid. Like, you can prove this wrong. I don't understand what the point is. Here we have, on March 1st, 2018, this p- person, Q, suggested that the German Chancellor, Angela Merkel, is Adolf Hitler's granddaughter. Just, just, pop, just put that out there, you know. Food for thought. Not like family trees exist or anything like that. Next we have... Oh, uh... On July 7th, 2018, a Daily Beast article notes that... Daily Beast? What is that? That sounds like... That sounds like a Jimbro fitness channel. Anyway, um, this is a reputable source, guys. Noted that Q falsely claimed that, quote, each mass shooting is a false flag attack organised by the cabal and definitely not organised by white nationalists who are down the alt-right pipeline. Next, we have... That Obama, Hillary Clinton, George Soros, and others are planning a coup against Trump and are all involved in an international child sex trafficking ring. Well, we can get onto the sex trafficking ring later. Honestly, foreshadowing. Right, next. Ah, uh, yes. Okay, so I'm sure you've you've felt this has been coming for a while. I mean... Would it even be my podcast if we didn't talk about Nazis? Would it even... Think about QAnon. Doesn't it just give you the energy that there's some anti-Semitism going on there? They believe that the Rothschild family, which is a wealthy Jewish family, uh, leads a satanic cult. So, I mean, what else is there to say about that? And one of my favourites is the link to a miracle solution for COVID-19. QAnon theorists have discussed drinking industrial bleach, known as MMS, or Miracle Mineral Solution, which I can only presume is a mineral mineral so- oh my god, which I can only presume is a mi- miracle- try and say that multiple times. Miracle mineral, miracle- anyway, god, I was trying to make a joke, as I was saying, which I can only presume is going to be a miracle- mineral solution for your bathroom sink as a miracle cure for COVID-19. I wonder where they got that from, honestly. Sounds really familiar. Who would, who would tell people to do that? Honestly, that is so ridiculous and stupid. Imagine if that person had like any kind of power. That would be absolutely ridiculous. Am I right? I feel like I'm right. Okay, so Q's posts and this is the serious part. I'm sure you could tell because my voice went serious. And being serious is something I'm really good at. Q's posts have become more cryptic and vague, 
allowing followers to map their own beliefs onto them. Some posts include strings of characters which are allegedly coded messages. On multiple occasions, Q has dismissed their false claims and incorrect predictions as deliberate, claiming that, quote, disinformation is necessary. This has led Australian psychologist Stephen Ludanowski to emphasise the self-sealing quality of this conspiracy theory, highlighting its anonymous purveyor's use of plausible deniability and noting that evidence against it can become evidence of its validity in the minds of believers. So any time that um, you, if you were to approach a QAnon believer and tell them your theory is rubbish and this isn't true, they would simply see that as confirmation that you are under the, under the trap of this cabal and that, you know, you're being brainwashed, which is rather disturbing. Author Walter, Walter Kern, apologies, has described QAnon as an innovator amongst conspiracy theories because it enthralls readers with clues rather than presenting claims directly. He says, The audience for internet narratives does not want to read. It wants to write. It doesn't want answers to be provided. It wants to search for them. And that does sound way more enticing than just having a conspiracy presented to you. It's obviously going to be far more persuasive if you feel as though you're coming to the conclusions yourself. Oh, I bet they feel like they're part of like a little club or something. The most insidious thing about these kinds of conspiracy theories is that they are so easy to fall prey to. For example, Instagram at one point actually got overtaken by a bunch of QAnon infographics which looked like acceptable social justice resources because QAnon, um, once their hashtags got banned from Instagram, started to take a more humanitarian route, really, with their behaviour and activities on Instagram. And so instead of using their hashtag, where we go one, we go all, um, they instead started discussing save the children. So hashtag save the children started trending. And unfortunately, it started trending at the same time that, um, God, I don't remember what event it was, but there was an event occurring that involved children and saving them. Obviously not saving them from a pedophile cabal, but rather from something valid like homelessness or something. But um, yeah, so this hashtag meant that QAnon posts were mixed in with other Instagram posts. And so you'd be scrolling and you'd say, you know, donate to this source to save a child today. And then next you'd see donate to this source to save a child today from a cabal of leftists who are all trafficking them. And, um, well, it does seem that disinformation is necessary for QAnon to spread. QAnon is something that has fascinated me for quite a while. I mean, when you see it, when you hear it from an outside perspective, it seems entirely ridiculous. And yet, people believe these things with their whole chest. It is kind of funny to think that some people out there would willingly discuss this and try to convert you to this theory and if you're one of those people listening to this right now thinking there's got to be something going on there's got to be some truth to this maybe there is this is the first part of a multi-part series where we're going to discuss the elements of the most famous conspiracy theory QAnon and 
what about it could possibly be based on facts? That's right. Next episode, whenever the hell I get around to it, is going to be about Jeffrey Epstein. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you have any questions or comments, feel free to direct them towards me on Instagram at Christelle Isn't Real. And thank you to everyone who submitted um, anonymous suggestions. I see you. I hear you. I'm taking in all of your suggestions. And to that one person who keeps asking me, there will be an episode on pickup artists at some point in the future. Until next time, this has been Humanity's Human. Humanity's Human.